happy uh, Memorial Day. Weekend. Thank you. Same to you. Uh, make sure you tell your pops uh, we appreciate his service. Um, are, are you traveling this 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 weekend? No, uh, I'll probably go down and see them for lunch tomorrow or Sunday. But other gotcha. than that, um, gotcha. this is the first weekend it hasn't rained in like three weeks. So <laughs> just need to get out and do some. 42, 42 million Americans reported to be traveling this weekend, Jeff. That's insane. That's so many. So, you know, pro uh, props to those folks. Uh, safe travels. Uh, you know, I, I know that works out for you. I um, am planning on uh, a weekend of baseball, grilling. Ooh. Definitely going to be grilling. And uh, I got I got my Old Smoky Moonshine sponsor. Oh, us. you did? Uh, Old Smoky Moonshine. I'm telling you, dude, I can't put that stuff down. It's that's, so good. That's good and not so good. Well, I mean, I keep it uncheck, right? I'm a functioning alcoholic, but you, um, you, you, it's good. You got to try it, dude. You got to try it. I know it's, 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 it's hard to convince the Alabama natives to try new moonshine. Do because I, they do I get this at like the right, ABC the... store? Is that where I get that? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Windmill. Well, I get it at windmill beverages. Yeah. Uh, sponsor us windmill. Yeah. All right. Well, text me and let me, let me, yeah. I'll, to the store and I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll keep you up to date. It's, it's really good. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's, it's great with mixers, uh, all kinds of stuff. It's good. It's good stuff. Jeff, do you, are you a Netflix subscriber? Of course. Are you aware of their recent uh, rate changes and costs per password sharing and all this? I thought brouhaha. I thought it wasn't so, that eight bucks that they're going to charge people for. That's not bad, honestly. I mean, they could say it's twenty. You know what I mean? I it's it's. I thought it was pretty reasonable. Uh, they're going backwards in time to charge like. Back when Netflix was like nine dollars a month, I mean, I, I thought it, you didn't you didn't think it was reasonable. I thought, oh, I you know, I I think Netflix is getting a little out of their element. To be honest with you, I don't necessarily have so much of a password sharing issue. That's not a huge concern for the way that we have it set up. I'm sure it is for other other people who are trying to you know, share with so-and-so who lives across the country or, or, you know, even in a different country, right? All this kind of stuff. But um, I, I'm worried about their overall rates have gone up like consistently, oh, sure. you know? Um, and uh, I think that the complaints that I've heard and the, re the, the stuff I've read about it, I'm, 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 <laughs> I don't see how this is any different than any other sort of, there's no conspiracy. There's no vast, you know, oh, Martin Scorsese cost them too much money with the Irishmen, so they can't afford to do. You know, I mean, there's all this like junk that's out there. It's the internet, right? But um, I, this is no different than any other field in the economy, right? I mean, the field yeah, is people more... used to pay. I mean, people used to pay top dollar just for HBO back in the days of you know premium cable. So yeah. whatever. I just sort of shrug. I just go, eh, okay. Well, and the field, the field is more competitive now, like legitimately, like there are other streaming services that are just as good, if not better. And um, they're getting more, you know, the market is, is much more competitive than it was, say, 10 years ago when Netflix was taking over and becoming the beast. You know, I mean, okay. the, the industry is caught up. Right. And I, I think this kind of, you know, Reed Hastings has some decisions to make right about the direction of the future of the of the company over the next 10 years. And I think it's interesting because when is my biopic movie coming about, oh, your Reed, AI about, 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 about Reed Hastings, right? Like when, oh, when that. is that, when is oh. that since it ties that, into our stuff today, you know, like yeah, that, what, that what? will, that will be done by Hulu uh, in a swift late show esque uh, type competition. <laughs> nice. That, nice. That, date, that doesn't it? Yes. 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 There was a, who there remembers? Was a who who remembers that war? Right. Who yeah. remembers that war? Between yeah, there was Carson a movie kids and, uh, about. Uh, actually, there were two movies about Leno and Letterman uh, and and how that all went down. So yeah, I, I look for a competing uh, service to uh, to make that happen as soon as someone feels gutsy enough to pen it, knowing knowing that they will never write for Netflix. Uh, or any of its subsidiaries. Ever That's right. Yet. So give it. Well, nobody's writing right now, anyway, right? So go you right. go go into our Discord and suggest titles for the Reed Hastings 
biopic movie that is yeah. to come from Hulu. I like it. Or from, I like yeah. this idea. This yeah. is a good idea. <laughs> uh, speaking of good ideas, we're lonely PhDs. I'm Dr. Jeffrey Hayes. He's Dr. Joseph Watson. We enter. Wait, no, we don't interview anyone. No, we've interviewed someone. We've interviewed. We John do. Yes. Yeah, we interview people on this we're, show. We're big I don't know time. Why I've, I, I don't know why I was censoring myself there. Uh, <laughs> we talk about film on this here podcast. Uh, this week, we've got two uh, for you. This is our uh, our biopic slash American Dream slash capitalism episode. Um, uh, we're going to look at the film's Air, 2023, directed by Ben Affleck, starring Matt Damon, Jason Bateman, uh, and, and and Chris Tucker showing up out of nowhere, uh, coming back in Air. Uh, and then uh, we're going to talk about The Founder from 2016, directed by John Lee Hancock, uh, starring Michael Keaton, uh, Nick Offerman, and uh, 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 is it it's Joe Lynch? I always get his name wrong. God, he's been in a million things. He plays one of the McDonald brothers in it. I'll I'll go back and have to fix that. But, yeah, it's okay. Um, it, it's 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 quite the film. Um, but yeah, so so this week we chose films in recent times. And considering recent times, I think it's interesting that these two films in particular, because we've talked about the only comparable film we've talked about in the past on this show would be Tucker. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is sort of a double dip of this whole idea about the, the self-made American, right? Um, and uh, I'll, I'll stop babbling. Now, tell, tell us a little bit about Air. Well, uh, Air, I guess, to be fair, is a biographical sports drama. Um, it's not really so much about the sports. You know, we're not following a team of players, per se, the film is based on the true events um, around the origin of Air Jordan, which is the the famous basketball shoe line. Um, and in the story, uh, a Nike employee, Sonny Vaccaro, played by Matt Damon, seeks to strike a business deal with a little rookie player named Michael Jordan. Uh, Sonny has to convince his boss, Phil Knight, played by Ben Affleck, to take only Jordan as the single endorsed player. And with the help of his Nike team, which includes Howard, played by Chris Tucker, Rob, played by Jason Bateman, and even former coach George Raveling, played by Marlon Wayans, uh, comes out of nowhere. Sonny is able to convince not only Michael's mother, Dolores, played by the fantastic Viola Davis, uh, but also uh, Michael himself to sign with Nike. And so the rest is is sort of history, as they say. So had you had you seen Air before this week? Okay, so um, how do you the first the first thing I thought of Jeff when I saw this movie? I like Ben Affleck, I really do. I think he's sure. a, I think he's a very talented actor in in the right material. He's been just fantastic, and I think as a director, we're only still continuing to see kind of his body of work unfold. Right? He's mm-hmm. um, he's certainly got uh, a lot of confidence here. He he knows this material. I think it's a it's a confident movie. He's not trying to do anything more than what's there on the page, but it's got plenty of splash and plenty of fun. And I think when I when I when I saw the trailer for it, I went, okay, this could either go really bad mm-hmm. or it could go really well. How do you tell a story like this when the ending is already known? Right? How do you make it uh well you you bad? you you do what he did, and that is like you deep dive deep into the well of nostalgia. I mean, I haven't seen a film pound you with nostalgia in quite some time. It's almost every shot, right? There's production designs, something is there. We're we're running with title music. And, you know, 1984 is sort of the the year also, you know, sort of framing it that way. And I was was thinking about it, you know. It kind of was, yeah. yeah, I mean, (laughs) let me think about it. Yeah, I mean, the Olympics were huge. The Summer Olympics that year, uh, the the uh, it's actually ties into one of my favorite Simpsons jokes of all time. Krusty uh, Burger is giving away free Krusty Burgers for those, you know, the old peel back things you used to get on the McDonald's labels. Where is this like if you if you pick the team, it would tell you like. Uh, in the U.S., you've got boxing, and if they win the gold, you get a free Big Mac. Well, that was the year that the U.S. won like everything. The Krusty the Clown is just, just like, oh God. <laughs> oh. 
but, uh, but no, it's it's hard because I mean, this film is just so God. He just pounds us with nostalgia, you know, mm-hmm. right up through the soundtrack, also, and it kind of took me out of it sometimes. Really did okay. On, okay. Honestly, yeah, because because well, I would get memory. You know, I mean, it, something <laughs> you get triggered or whatever. Like, something triggered. You know, cabbage patch dolls. What? <laughs> or or electronic football. Yeah, yeah you know, you know what I mean, yeah, 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 or, or yeah. I mean, even the goddamn Wheaties box. I was just like, "Come on," you know. I'm just like, "This is this is intense." Like, this is a level. I mean, what were you? <laughs> what were your reactions? Well, I loved it, right? I mean, I, right. I think I think we may be a little. I I think it's fair, Jeff, that, that yeah. you know that it that it uh, that it especially for for the people who um you know we're familiar with the that era and that culture like it you know because you're catching everything right um uh and there's it's a it's a cornucopia but i i I think that one of the things that we expect in some ways of a biopic like this right is Mm -hmm. is an adherence to historical accuracy right like we no no we do we we do want that right so the question is though like it was even in just these small insidious ways. Like, for example, like members only uh, jacket. He's yeah, <laughs> he's he's you know we, we're slowly tracking in on him in the office, and he's just surrounded by like VHS tapes, right? And it, right. It, like like that moment alone, you know, is it's subtle, but but just that just the reminder of like. Yeah, like that 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 was the way it was, right? You just you had stacks of tapes and you put them in the VCR and you and you watched it on that little screen and you I mean it just we've come so far away from that 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 any little um uh accurate detail like that just does it it causes you to pause or it causes us to pause mm-hmm. you and I and go, "Oh yeah, that was, you know, I mean, I mean, it, yeah." So I can get where, you know, it, um you know, if you're constantly getting punched and punched and punched with like every scene, and you are in this, I mean, the pace yeah. of this movie is 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 very very. Quick. No, he's he he, um, he he paces this movie very well. They they pay, or I should say, they pace this movie very well. Um, and it's a great script. Yeah, it's a great. It, yeah, like you said, though, I mean, there are no tricks to this movie. It's just it's probably pretty much what's on the page. Um, well, you know, also, this is this is a tough sell because. I know this is hard for you and I to believe, but we're like a generation removed from Michael Jordan now, yeah, you know, yeah. from him being a player. Two is it been 20? Generations. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I can't see. I can't even, I mean, I remember the sad last days of the wizards. <laughs> yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was just like, <sighs> he was going to try to, uh, you know, uh, Jackie moon that thing. <laughs> well, i don't play defense guys i don't um, play defense yeah, yeah you know I, what i mean i mean it's, it's i do i do yeah and and, and I, I i was surprised at the amount of good uh, uh uh feedback that came on this movie that i was reading because i was just like gosh you know is there, it, it, ooh, I, I i can't imagine a younger generation other, other than knowing of course the brand you know, don't remember really, and this is what the the movie isn't about this, it's about the cusp of it, right? It's about the cusp of about guessing what greatness is going to be, right? Right. right. She won't be great till my son puts his foot in it. You know, and and really the only the only sports sports thing that we have in the film is when Matt Damon is trying to explain the tape. You know, and he says. He's just like, look, look at him. Now watch him. He's confident, right? This pick isn't set up for Worthy. This shot's set up for Jordan all the way. This is the way they drew it up. Look at his confidence. He knows he's going to sink that basket. You know, in in selling that, that's like the most sports moment in the movie. Um, And in trying to convince people why they should even care about who Michael Jordan. I guess, do you think this movie tries to convince non-sports people about the greatness of Michael Jordan? Oh, without question. Yeah. Yeah. And to, and to show you that, that, you know, that uh, Jordan became so much bigger than the game of basketball. Right. I mean, he, he just you know, became a brand within himself. Right. Um, uh, and no one, I don't think outside of Michael and his family 
could have predicted like you know i mean they they saw it they seemed to especially his mother seemed to have that vision right of what he could potentially be and mean mm -hmm. to people right i think that's important too um but yes i think it's trying to um not necessarily convince people to be nba fans but for for people to understand that you know uh this was a huge risk for Nike. I mean, Nike was nothing, you know, and, and uh, wait, now, hold on. Now they, they were a very, except for running, right. They, running. they had I mean, the running let's, market, let's, right? What was it? $90 million in running shoes. That's, yeah. that's nothing to snuff at kids. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, <laughs> but compared to Converse and Adidas at Adidas. that point, right. They were, uh, so let me, let me rephrase that. They were certainly behind the game in terms of the basketball shoe, right. They were, they were that was a, a division that they were trying to build up right. which is where sonny's character even got hired right but um uh but they were behind the 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 curve and they needed uh you know somebody like a sonny to come in and and sort of convince them of this of this vision and to take this risk you know part of the movie is is sonny and phil having those conversations about the way nike used to be and you know, you're all corporate now and answering to the board and all this. Where's your risk? Where's your vision? You know, all that kind of stuff, all that stuff. It, it, it's, you know, it's an underdog story. Right. So, I mean, it's built that way. Um, build that way. But I don't. Nike I was the underdog. Out. They were the underdog in that market. Right. No one expected them to exceed or 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 succeed. Um or exceed uh, um, uh, just some basic expectations. You know, the, they set that up at the beginning of the movie. They're just looking at the draft board and they're like, you know, John Stockton, I like him. You know, you know, the, the, these guys that are like, you know, 20, 30th pick, you know, they were not expected to exceed any kind of like incredible expectations. And so I do think they were an underdog in, in that respect. And so the movie reminds you, I think, of movies like Jerry Maguire or, Moneyball, oh, yeah. you know, Moneyball, the, these these sort of biographical sports movies, but um, uh, but this one hits different because uh, you know, and I kind of wish that that the movie could have gone even a little. I I know I know it's it's um you have to cap it at some point, and they certainly did a good job, but you know, Jordan extending into commercials, all the stuff with Spike oh, yeah. Lee um all you know just the nba figuring the shoes out money the, yeah and and you know to me one of the one of the outside of sonny's really fantastic monologue there you know near the end um where he literally like salvages this horrific video proposal that that you know jason bateman's character has to rob has to sit i that's it's just you could see it just like oh my god this is terrible you know this is like yeah. not hitting well at all and then he comes in and gives this this really uh poetic speech he gives the newt rockney he just there's another yeah exactly the the boardroom speech but he, he, he there's this great moment jeff that sunk in with me and I, I and i wanted to make sure i mentioned it where they're in the middle of designing the shoe right they're prepping for the pitch to michael's because michael jordan folks had no interest in going to Nike. In fact, had been very vocal about it like i'm not even going to meet with them right it was a, it was really kind of a miracle that he even got to meet with them because Sonny went, you know, went and stalked him at his house in North Carolina and, you know, I mean, went behind the agents and all, I mean, took all kinds of risks. Right. But they're, they're designing the shoe for the pitch and they get to the point where they're discussing the balance of the colors, right. In the shoe. Right. And they're like, Oh, the NBA has a rule. The shoe has to be 51% white at minimum mm -hmm. or the player gets fined. Right. And, and of course, the black and the red and the Air Jordan 1s, you know, that's, it was the color and the connection to the team color, you know, that was just the brilliant. So it's really, I think, a wonderful movie for anybody who's interested in advertising, marketing, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, uh, product design, uh, that kind of stuff is all in this movie. And it's, it's, it's really interesting to hear them talk about, you know, the differences in shoes and how, you know, it's just, you know, I love that one line. He says, he says, you know, Hey, there's been like one advancement in shoe business. And like, you know, since the Greeks or whatever, oh, the left and the right, like the left and the right shoe. Yeah. It's just, it's just has those great moments where you, where it does give you pause and you go, wow. Okay. Let me really think about, wow. That's a, okay yeah I, i'm with you right and then you're, you're you know just kind of swept up in this montage of watching him design the shoe um and but let me 
let, let me counter you here with something. Okay. Yeah. You know, before, before, because it's easy to get caught up in the rah-rah of this film, but I think we also have to look at this set a precedent and they mention this a bit in the film, you know, that, that this will set a precedent for, you know, uh, athletes getting cuts of the money and, you know, which by the way, still took way longer than it needed to take. Um, you know, this, this movie is kind of like, it, it doesn't touch on that this could be a bad thing for the industry, like to create this Goliath, uh, which Nike is still, even to this day. I mean, I remember when they started putting the swooshes on college football uniforms and I was just like, what Nike on what is going on? Like, I, I mean, that's just from a critical standpoint that, you know, this is still a very warm hearted movie and it has good intentions, but I think unfortunately too, that it, it also showcases our worst instincts as far as, you know, being the guy, I'll borrow a line from the founder, you know, if there's a guy who's uh, drowning, I go up and stick a hose in his mouth and finish off the job, right? Because, <laughs> because you want to be number one, right? Yeah. And Michael Jordan's mom is very clear. Yeah. You know, he will be the best. He will be number one. He will not be second or third to Magic and Bird and Irvin at Converse. Right. I mean, so your thought, I mean, what, what do you think? Am I being, no, too... I think, I think you're right. And I think that, you know, one of the things that they could have done to maybe critically balance, or at least sort of hint at that, right. Is, you know, Sam Bowie was drafted before Michael Jordan uh, in the draft and, um, and, and everybody was, was big on, uh, they thought he was going to be a greater impact player that, but uh, the, the, so the hype that's built around, certain players you know i'm not saying it wasn't there but but jordan's deal took it over and extended um i think you know just that 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 idea of getting a profit from every shoe Mm -hmm. uh that's the sort of groundbreaking part of the contract um that just you know this is just not how business is done you know i mean it's just talking about you know know, um, and so and so those components right uh um changing those business um whether they're traditions or whether it's just the way we'd always done it we had to rewrite the laws we have to rethink how we do this certainly changed the industry um and uh, you know did it create more did it, do you think it created more or less top down control oh more. more absolutely no there's always another level cuz cuz then it 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 then it also again creates disparity in between you know and again let's let's be very clear here which i'll be clear with the movies there there is no one like michael jordan there 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 is no one like michael jordan i i had the the pleasure of watching him play um if you want a better view of how he played watch that documentary uh on netflix about the bulls um uh it's just absolutely astounding yeah last dance yeah yeah it's great. It's great. It's great. Um, Very one-sided, but it's great. <laughs> well, we're right because it's a, it's it's a celebration of yes with the Bulls. Yes, but even with that said, you know, once you create or or once the 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 genie's out of the bottle, you know, we we didn't have another. I would say safely, at least in the basketball world, until LeBron James, as far as the person who became the top-down model, right? Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, some and everyone throw... stands in that shadow of yeah. that's the that's the one who's going. He's going to make a billion dollars, whether he yeah. plays or not. I keep your eye on Shaq. Uh, keep okay, your, you know, just folks that have that have extended that brand. You know, sort of following that Jordan model. And extending that brand into just, I mean, Shaq has so many companies now. I mean, just it, the investments, you know, I think, and, and some of this, Jeff, goes back to, and I, I, you know, I could toss this out here too. Um, you know, we lost Jim Brown. Uh, oh, that's re- right. Yeah, we did. Recently. And Jim Brown uh, has my utmost respect um, because- Super I, advocate for for 
for players, players union, players taking right. taking these young black men, Jeff, and saying uh, you don't have to be just this. You know, you can be so much more than just a football player or this or that. You know that you, you know, and by doing it by example, you know, and then you know, quitting football because he wanted to go to other things. You know, I mean, just following that that well, example. Plus, I mean, by the time he um, finished. What was it? He, he had the all time. No one has ever come close uh, to uh, over 100 yards a game, every game for his entire career. Yeah. I, I averaged, mean, it's just it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. The, he averaged the, like five, six yards a carry. He averaged. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just it's just crazy. Do you, so I would I would say that that this film probably does a good pairing with High Flying Bird. Would you say that's fair to show to show both sides of it, though? Like. Yeah, that would be an interesting double feature because, um, you know, High Flying Bird, as we've seen and talked about, is, you know, not quite the warm, fuzzy uh, take um, on the NBA status, you know, in 2023. Um, so it would be it would be an interesting pairing. Um, it's just somewhere in the middle there. You got to make it a triple feature. You start with air and then you watch semi pro. And then you go to, the, <laughs> um, no, I'm just, a, I'm just a whore for Will Ferrell. I just, uh, anything Will Ferrell does, I'll, I'll, I'll watch, but no, I, I like that, that, um, that pairing. I think it would give you a really interesting sort of flip of, uh, of the industry. One is like, Hey, here's where kind of a lot of this started and here's where, you know, where we are today with it. Um, you know, because not, it's, it's hard for non uh sports people to really understand they're, they're, when you see a player you just can tell there's something about that athlete that stands out you know amongst the others and i think there were there were just a few that that saw that greatness you know um in him and i'm not saying that we haven't had great players since jordan we have but uh but man, you're right. I think you called it what a, a shadow is what yeah. you said he loved. Yeah, and I think that's extremely fair, you know, because um, any any discussion you have with anybody who's into sports and basketball is they you know, well, they couldn't have beat Jordan's teams. I mean, there's still that you know that uh, that. Well, I think Jordan would even say that. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. And then bet you five dollars that it was you know <laughs> yeah. he he would suit up. You know, he's ready to suit up. He is ready uh, to suit yeah, up. He's, yeah. he's insane. That's the only thing that you know. I mean, I, I I saw him play basketball. I saw him play baseball. Yeah. Um, both on TV and in person. I got to see him uh, in person. I was blessed uh, to be able to do that. And um, I I don't think I've ever seen anybody as competitive as as Michael Jordan. I mean, just and from everything I've read and heard about him, you know, he was that way in real life. You know, just hey, you want to play go fish? I'll you know I'll play. Hundred bucks a hand. We'll play go fish. You know what? It was just a really competitive. There's a person. there's a great great Saturday Night Live skit from the last few years about Jordan and in that in the Last Dance. I'll just say that people, you can go out on the YouTube. It's fantastic. <laughs> and put it in the Discord. Yeah. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, I'll just yeah, put it yeah. in Discord. So, uh, anyway, what's your closing thought with Air? Well, I I like the movie a lot. I think if you uh, if you like biopics, if you like things that um, are you know trying to uh, represent true events in a you know in a fair way and an accurate way, this is your movie. It's got great performances. Script is really fresh, and it really does illuminate a lot about a very specific part of history in 1984, where you know some industries were changed by some risks and decisions made. Well, we're uh, we're lonely PhDs. We just got done talking about Air 2023, directed by Ben Affleck. Uh, up next, as part of our uh, uh, look at entre American entrepreneur spirit and uh, all that good stuff, and and having some gumption, we're gonna look at the founder from 2016, directed by John Lee Hancock, starring uh, Michael Keaton. Brief synopsis on this film: This is the story of Ray Kroc salesman who turned two brothers innovative fast food eatery a little place known as mcdonald's into the biggest restaurant business in a world in the excuse me in the world i really like this film but it still leaves me kind of skeezed out because he's you know this is this is not a nice man 
you know, I, I think about the genesis of ideas and he even the, the McDonald brothers even tell, ask him at one point, they're just like, well, why didn't you just rip us off? Like, why didn't you just like the minute we invited you in? He's like, I'll tell you why, because I needed the name. It's all about the name, baby. It's all about brand, you know, recognition. And that really stuck me all of a sudden because you're right. It's all about the name. It doesn't matter if it's junk. It's all, although, although in defense of it, he did want to try at least for the first bit to try to keep the integrity of the food. But then when it started really cutting into his costs, and I found it hilarious that it was ice cream that was really his undoing when he wanted to go to like powdered Insta mix and, <laughs> you know, all that, all that stuff that, that sort of began the unraveling, I you know, of his relationship too with the, with the McDonald brothers. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just started thinking. And, and then I started thinking, when was the last time I ate McDonald's? Mm. And honestly, I haven't had McDonald's, not fries or anything. It's, it's been at least, it's been over 10 years. I know that. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, I, I just, I, I know I'm in the minority of, 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 of our culture with that, but, but I just, you know, when he was talking about branding, what, what did it, how'd that strike you? Was that, was that just something you just uh, popped up? It kind of the antenna went up all of a sudden. It was of course, like, of oh, course. On a second. Of course. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's no different than the swoosh though. I mean, it's, a, you know, that's, that's um, there, there's, there's something about um, this movie. I, you know, I had read a little bit about Ray Kroc before um, Fast Food Nation, right? Eric oh, yeah. Slosher's book, which is fantastic. Um, Think Ladder's film is great. And right. Uh, uh, I, so, I mean, I knew a little bit about the, the history there, um, but to say, first of all, Michael Keaton is amazing in this movie. Like he's he's really oh, it's good. His, it's uh, his vehicle. Um, just, oh. it, and I love Nick Offerman too. I mean, he's 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 great as well. But um, but Keaton really carries the movie. And I I at some point I I kept I was like I really want to like him, but I just I just keep oh my god he's such a cheap like I'm gonna no it's great you know we're gonna switch to the powdered like it's it's it. it there's that mindset of just he's so like flippant about it, like because it's a no brainer to him. Like like this is gonna triple profits, right? Like I right. I, I don't understand what your problem is with this, right? Um, I, I'm I'm getting away from your branding question. I'm sorry, but but no I, no no, I, I, I get where I'm, you're going though. I'm like, t- I'm t- I, it's it's he slowly unravels all of it and just makes it his and and. All of a sudden, you realize by the end of the movie that that, that this like there's no way these brothers could have survived because he, he, you know he, Ray Kroc's name was synonymous with McDonald's. He had literally taken we'll their identity. Rid, we'll never get rid of him. That's um, what one says at one point. He says we'll never we'll never get rid of him. And and it's just so so I'm like I have met people and I know you probably have too in my life in our, in in our life where uh, they're they're business minded folks, right? Sure. And and so I thought of a couple people in, in my history that that I would think are Ray Kroc-esque because uh how do you respond to those people who say, Well, oh, I love this guy. He's just making money. Like that's the American dream, right? That's what I mean. I, how, how do you respond to those people and say, uh, but don't you understand how this is going to affect like public health and like, you know, the, the quality of food and all, you know, like, like how do you respond to this? Because that seems to be where the major conflict is for me in this movie. I grew up on McDonald's. Most of us did. Right. It was oh, just, no, happy meals. Yeah. Were yeah I mean, it's just nuggets. It's uh, the thing, you know, it's the I thing. mean, growing up, I had mayor McCheese and all that. I, mean, I had, <laughs> I had a regular McDonald's youth. You know, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And so it's it's uh, it's something that I think Americans just internationally, but people are born into. Right. I mean, it's a brand that's already there, like Disney at the very beginning of somebody's life. Um, and uh, to 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 see the origins of it start to get disentangled and you start to see like how it really came together you just realize well all of the stuff that's out there is just a copy of a copy of a copy sonic burger king what you know toss in whoever you want they were all just trying to follow that formula and then when you go more structuralist and you start to look at like all of the other companies that it it the the economic capitalist structure sort of starts to become very insecure, right? Uh, when I start thinking about it, because um, all we have is the is the copies of the copies of the copies, right? Um, on every corner. Um, I don't think Ray Kroc had any concept that it would change the industry as much as it did, right? I think he was just mm-hmm. completely self-interested um, or became that at, 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 at one point. I do agree with you that I think at the beginning of the movie, he is more focused on on the brothers and the quality of the you know a, a little bit more but but it's the yeah. profits that drive him it's it's that's his that's his that's his stitch right like it just that's what takes him down is that and and ultimately points the door towards his you know it's easy to say greed i don't think it's greed that's too simplistic of a word it's way too simplistic you know this this is a cat that's thinking about like lineage at, 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 at one point, you know, that I am, we're saying, you know, McDonald's number one is in De Plains, you know, that it's not the brother's restaurant, right? It's just like, no, I made McDonald's. I built the first one. Uh, that's a, that's a big sticking point uh, in, in there as well. And just his constant dismissiveness of quality cutting it's just now now let me and with that in mind let me ask you this you when's the last time you had mcdonald's it was 2022 at some point i haven't had mcdonald's in 2023 yet okay did, did you have a hamburger did you have what like what I did had you fries have? you just had fries yeah. when's the last so do you remember the last time you had like a mcdonald's hamburger sure um it was probably some other time in 2022 um i usually get the big mac yeah so what yeah. what 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 is it about the Big Mac that that appeals to you? Is it is it an old friend coming to stop by? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's yeah. that's. I, I mean I don't I, mean that dismissively. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, no. It's it's, it's it's gonna it's gonna um I I I akin the McDonald's food to genre films to our students all the time. You know, I say, hey, there's nothing wrong with a great genre film, right? It's like going to get something at McDonald's, right? You know that the that that the taste is is going to be pretty much the same right at every mcdonald's right right um uh you might have some slight variations right but it's pretty much going to be the same it's going to look the same it's going to be you know it's it's pretty much going to be the same thing right so you're paying for that comfort right you're paying for that familiarity um and so the quality of the actual thing doesn't really matter as much as the <laughs> The act of the thing itself, right? The the the, the action of 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 consuming it. Uh, I, mean, this is, I mean, it's 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 about reproduction, right? Like it's it's about uh, you know all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it's um uh, reliving, revisit, yeah, revisiting. Um, I, I guess there is in some ways a comfort to it. Um, I, I, I'm not sure I'm always conscious of it, right. When it, um, when it happens, um, because it's sometimes it's just secondhand, you know, it's, it's weird because sometimes you're just like, you you want McDonald's fries, right? Like you just want McDonald's fries. Uh, they have a, a, a taste to them. Um, and they put way too much salt, but that's one of the reasons why you know that we gravitate to them. I guess. I yeah. I don't know where are you going with this. That 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 it's that that the Mcmcdonald's experience is something that is obviously learned, but it but it but right. it fills think, some sort of void, or it wants us to yeah, get back like that. To, and yeah. I think that that's what's again flowing under this film that they're trying to point us towards. You know, it's just saying if we're looking at this as an excavation. 
where something starts or where something begins, then mm-hmm. this is ground zero, mm-hmm. right? Like this is the moment, this is the, the genie out of the bottle moment, right? This is the moment that uh, they sell the first pair of Air Jordans. This is the moment, you know, that this, this happens. And I found it fascinating and horrifying all at the same moment, because as an adult, at least, I make choices, right? And, you know, more times than not, I've, I've made the choice in my life, uh, and especially in the last decade. And just full disclosure, I went, when I met my wife, I, I went vegan. And uh, my wife was vegan and, and is, <laughs> was, is, uh, we still are. So your options become limited. And it's amazing now when I think about it, that I have, I have no recollection of the taste. I have no recollection of, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's almost like a whole separate person had that food. Mm. And, and I'm just curious because I have somehow, I have been able to get out from under that, you know, culturally, I've been able to, to say, throw up my hand and go, no. And I don't have my Phil Hartman moment in uh, uh what is it? House the, is it house sitter where he sneaks the Big Mac in? Um, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, he says, don't tell my wife. I still, <laughs> I still love the Big Mac. I have not, I have not had any of that sort. So, you know, I, I just was kind of more fascinated at this idea of, well, one, I love seeing the speedy system and how it was enacted and how they had a vision. The brothers had a vision. They built it. They built it themselves. You know, well, how did, where'd you get the, you know, ketchup? And we built it. We built the guns. We built, we built everything here to fill a vision. And I think rarely will you see a story about American entrepreneurs who had such a gold mine, but were satisfied mm. with what they had. I mean, this is a very strange idea, right? Like, you know, even though they say, well, we did try to franchise, you know, we have done that, Ray, when he goes, we've done franchises. And he just he says, we have no way to quality control. You know, so why bother? Why should we waste time? Let's just focus on what we have, you know? And I, that that's what makes me think I eat at a lot of very, uh, uh, you know, local restaurants here in Birmingham that, that, you know, consistent, you know, that's the word I would use. Also I'd say their food is because when somebody asks me, well, why do you like going there? I'm like, it's consistent. I've had the same tacos there for 10 years. You know, it can be done, but what type of person does it take to move to this like next Uber level, you know, and this is where the Ray Kroc character comes in, Mm -hmm. right? And to me, I think, again, greed is, is too easy. Does he represent, what, what does he represent is my question. What does he represent about the American dream? What, what ultimately does he represent? Okay, so that we're in a question of greatness now, right? Like how right. are we defining greatness? I don't think Ray Kroc is great. I don't think what he's no. done is great. Um, I now we can say that what he did or what he um, the path that he chose was was innovative to a certain extent. It was it was you know something new. It was groundbreaking. Um, Actually, it was his lawyer that came up with but, it about buying yeah, the lot, I was, about I was buying gonna, the land. I was going to say that 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 I think one of the things that makes him not great at all to me is that none of these ideas were his. Like they were all. Uh, amalgamations or, 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 you know, stealthy little snags um, from other people, you know, taking ideas from other people. And also and, he's a shitty salesman. He's not, he's yeah, not. What was, really he, good what, what was he selling before? Uh... Uh, the six mix that he, well, he was selling at the beginning of the film. He's selling the mixer. That's like got the six. mixer. That's right. Yeah. 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 But they allude to his others, like some sort of fold-a-bed for the kitchen or something. And <laughs> yeah, paper yes. cups and, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so the uh, the greatness, I guess, uh, is defined by uh, making your own way, uh, making your own path, leaving a legacy, 
Um, but I would think that incorporated in that legacy is some sort of contemplation about how others were affected by the choices and the things that you did that led to your greatness. Um, and I think we can look at the fallout from Ray Kroc, and I don't think we see a whole lot of positives. I mean, I think we see, I think we see some, <laughs> some negatives. <laughs> yeah. Well, I see, I see nothing but, you know, uh, 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 uh political, landmines myself as far as you know this basically like reeks of most politicians oh yeah to me. yeah you know yeah. there's no greatness there they capitalized on a moment and you know thrust themselves into the spotlight and then took mm-hmm. all the money that they could from it and then they either flash out or pan out or get voted out or but by that time they've made their nut so what does it matter you know right. i mean well, I got mine. So, right. you know, and, I mean, that's and, the mentality, right? It's right. And Croc can't even get that in the end because he's just, you know, they give the McDonald's the $1.3 million a piece. And he's just like, you've got $1.3 million in your pocket. And he just doesn't get it. You know, that it's just like, it's not about the money. It's about that, you know, you capitalized on something that wasn't yours. Right. You know, you took good grace and goodwill from other people and abused it you abused a contract you abused a contract then brought lawyers in it and the lawyer literally says to ray crock well if it's going to cost you a lot and he's just like yeah that's fine you know get me just get me out of it just get me out of it um which is also a very damning statement Mm -hmm. about something it's like you can just break a fucking contract yeah you know that that was that was more frightening to me than anything else because i was just like well how did he get you know because this movie's going i'm like well how's he going to get out of this contract exactly you know i was just like how's that going to happen well easy answer kids you pay a lawyer enough money to go to court for you they'll, they'll get you out of it yeah Ooh, i just it's, it's like um i i guess uh it's a snake oil salesman you know is is really what i'm what i'm left with um and and how to make sense of it. again you know is I mean, it like I, elmer I, gantry level you know what uh, i mean like yeah i mean sure that's wow that's a movie i hadn't thought about in a minute but um but yeah just the the you know the the ability of someone to come in and capitalize on someone's emotions or their um desires um even if they're not real desires right um uh, we would say it's, it's exploitative, right? Um, and um, Ray Kroc is is just not someone that that I would point to in most contexts as someone who is great. I think he uh, he did a lot more damage than he did um, than he did good. Um, yeah. And is, uh, is, is he is he the villain? I mean, or again, is that too simplistic? You know, if if greed is too simple, then I, I don't know if he's really the villain here, because all he's doing is, and we'll go back to what I was introducing this episode with, is just like, what is the American dream? It is to prosper. It is to make your way to give yourself this name, right? Mm -hmm. To achieve this greatness Mm -hmm. that anybody can do this. And well, how do you achieve that? Do you achieve that through truly hard work and labor or do you just sneak around the back door and just take someone else's idea? Well, I think the answer is probably both. And it's it's my understanding mm-hmm. a lot of things like the Big Mac and everything were stolen from franchisees, right? That they had come up with these sandwiches at different franchise locations. That's and correct. Then, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm just like, yeah. so where does it end? Like where where did I mean, why would I want to go and be a McDonald's franchise if I had a a spark of any type of creativity about me because that's not it's just going to be taken from me i mean it's just yeah swipe yeah and it's 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 i mean you know the 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 franchisee franchiser relationship right is um is really kind of brought out in this in this movie uh vice did an excellent documentary series a few years ago on subway and the subway franchise oh that's such a and just and just how abusive it is right for people and you and how you're taking these uh in many instances immigrant uh, families who who you know have come here uh, in the natural process right and they open up a a franchise um and then they're just locked into these like ridiculous abusive like 
uh, situations. Uh, we can look at chicken farmers and Tyson and all, you know, all this. I mean, there's, there's lots of different ways in which that plays out. Um, and again, it, it sounds like I'm anti-capitalist and I'm, I'm not, I'm not no, saying no, 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 that. No, no, I'm no, just that's, saying we're that not, we're, we're not, looking yeah, at patterns of behavior, not, I'm not criticizing an economic system. That, I'm talking about examples. But of, that doesn't mean we can't be horrified by the system. Well, and, I, because that only, in, that should only engender us to, to make change. Well, it's certainly what's tried to keep me in state government and other kinds I, of. I've worked in nothing but non jobs and nonprofit, right? Because yeah, career. Because I want nothing world to do. Is, Yeah, it's always yeah. kind of scared me um, because of just the nate. Because you're going to run into people like Ray Kroc, you know, like every uh, left and right. Um, uh, you know, if 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 men like him were a rarity in the '50s, you know, in '60s, then. Uh, then you know uh, they're they're commonplace today, right? You, you by the eighties, he was the model, right? This yeah, is when we yeah. get into Wall Street and all that stuff, and you know, just well, Sam Walton's another one that you know. Sam Walton's another that we could, that that uh, you know that that uh, you know these these empires, so to speak, that have been uh, that have been born um, out of very very conspicuous, questionable circumstances, for for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm still struggling with that question though, Jeff, of what do you say, what do I say to someone who watches the founder and says, uh, Ray Kroc was awesome. I, I don't see the problem. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still struggling with that because, um, you know, there's, I do believe that you, you, you can still be successful. You can still do those things. Um, it does require for most of us, I would say 99% of us, it requires hard work. Um, but gosh, you, you gotta watch out for these snake oil people. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and to make sure that, that, you know, this is something we preach to our students too, you know, that it it's okay if you're, you know, merging an idea or a thought with something that's already out there, you know, it's okay to, to merge those ideas together. It's okay to give credit, right? Where, you know, like <laughs> I'm expanding, you know, Ray Kroc's trajectory could have been very different, right? I mean, that could have gone completely differently. He could have sat down and said, hey, you guys are right. We're losing quality control. Let's find a way to get it back. Let's, you know, um, and instead creates a quality control of a different kind. Um, and uh, that's more totalitarian, you know, in 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 nature and design. So, mm. Big, wow, what a deep questions. note. And I, I need some old smoky now because uh we've gotten, <laughs> we've gotten... well we'll we'll uh we'll we'll wrap things up now so that we can get to the old smoky portion uh off mic. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can a number of ways. You can email us lonelyphds at gmail.com. You can click on the link to our Discord in our show notes where we post all kinds of things uh about the show, uh, for the show, and uh any conversations that you want to have over there. As always, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you get your podcast needs taken care of. And until next time, I'm Dr. Jeffrey Hayes. Dr. Joseph Watson. We'll catch you next time.